Welcome back, everybody, to the state of basketball. This is your man's the one, the commissioner, and I am joined by the great storm. What's going on, bro? What's going on, one? Man, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Uh, I guess before we get started into all of our good fun and chit-chat, because I think we got some good convo uh, today and a big announcement later on at the end of the show. But before we dive into it, let's go ahead and let everybody know who pays the bills. <laughs> uh, first, up, first off, we're going to go with our rock star realtor, Sean Nugent. If you are looking to buy or sell home, make sure you guys check Sean Nugent out at 317-503-8322. And then that will bring us up to elite performance. If you're trying to get that body whipped into shape at a very good technical way, come check out our buddies over at Elite Performance. They'll get you all squared away. <clears throat> and then you know how we do like to take advantage of the bet scene as well. Make sure you guys uh, check out our buddies over at Doc Sports for your free sports picks. No obligations, no credit card. Text BW Sports to 29022 right now. And then last up, sir, we are going with Driving for Dyslexia. A great cause, a, um, a not-for-profit cause, something good to get behind. Check out our guys over there, Travis and Elliot, over at Driving for Dyslexia. And last, we have Ayers Academy. We'll get into a little bit more about what Ayers does, but this is a great thing here. Uh, with a new technology of sports vision. So check those guys out over at Ayers Academy, ayersacademy.com. So, bro, it's Sunday morning, and it is episode five for the state of basketball, my good man, what so be it. <laughs> so uh, another great episode. Let's, uh, let's get into the issues. Uh, sure, we got a lot to talk about. Plus, coming up, our uh, you know, I don't know if we should say it now or wait for the moment for the <laughs> elbow. Oh, yeah, we can. It, you can, it doesn't matter. You know, what I mean, from the elbow, you know, because you know, we are both, you know, you're a big and stayed a big. I was a big and went to a guard, but we both do enjoy the elbow. So what a better place to have a good conversation piece than at the elbow. <laughs> at the elbow. <laughs> but we'll get to the elbow. But as of right now, we're going to jump into from around the court. And from around the court, we just told you it was brought to you by Driving for Dyslexia, 317-643-1005. So, um, why even why even play games? Why even play? Let's jump right into it. You see the better on your wall. You see the better on my wall. And we're going to talk about the Michigan Wolverines basketball team. Yes, I understand they took a loss last night against Minnesota. But unlike football, college football, 
one loss or a couple losses doesn't really take you out of the mix. No, it doesn't. I feel like uh, it really kind of could help them. Uh, now they don't have that stigma of trying to go undefeated. Uh, and not only did they lose, they lost fairly bad. So uh, Juwan has a lot of tape to show them, uh, a lot of uh, collecting on uh, what happened and being able to process and get better, knowing they can't just show up and win. They have to actually pay attention to the details and uh, show heart, because really that's what it was. Minnesota acted like or played like they wanted it, and I'm not quite sure how bad Michigan wanted other than just showing up. Yeah, I, I hear you on that. Um, Minnesota, they are better than their ranking. You know, when this matchup happened earlier in the season, I think this was Michigan's first Big Ten conference game uh, earlier in the season when they played at home, and it was a different outcome, more kind of the same outcome, but on a different side. The score was flip-flop. Uh, Minnesota, they played this game like I expected them to play the first game. That is a very good team that young Patino's got over there in Minnesota. They got good shooters. They got good uh, veteran point guard play, and they got solid bigs. I think they got a big that's going to be in the league. But like you said, I think this is a very good uh, very good loss. I mean, you could, it's hard to say something, a loss is good, but it was a very good loss for this particular team because they were riding on such a big high Sometimes you need to have that 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 thing knocked down a little bit so you can regather your thoughts and your focus and continue to attack your season. Can't get caught up reading your own press clippings. You gotta <laughs> stay focused. Because <laughs> I'm I'm sure they was reading their press clippings. But I mean, let's 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 look at it. Minnesota did it absolutely correctly. They they flashed double team Hunter Dickinson, who is absolutely playing. Probably one of the best uh, big men, uh, one of the best debuts of a big in the Big Ten or in the national rankings as he comes in as a freshman averaging, uh, what, <clears throat> just under 20 points and just over 10 rebounds a game. And he's been, what, the play, the freshman of the week, four straight weeks? I mean, yeah. the kid can play. And Minnesota attacked that exactly how they should. They flashed a double team, didn't let him get really established on the block to get a uh, to get a rhythm and you all know regardless if there's fans or not you're still not playing in your gym and those threes right. that we were making at a high clip at home you're not going to make them on the road so you got to make adjustments and just uh i like the fact that they uh got to see what adversity really feels like because uh i feel like some of those shots they shot was rushed uh wasn't really in their pocket so Feel like it was definitely a learning lesson. All right, so um, Dan is going to call me out, and I know he's typing as we speak. But we're going to stop using that word adversity when there's no adversity. Adversity is a life-altering situation. <laughs> Something that happens in the game is not adversity. That is a challenge. It can be. It, it depends on the context. It's the context. As far as sports go, adversity is when you're put up against it, and what are you going to do? Now, is it life-altering? Of course not. But like I said, it depends on the context. Yeah, that's why I'm going to go with the word a challenge, <laughs> an obstacle. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Adversity. I mean, that's real deal. Like, I mean, yeah. But anyway, that's beside the point. <laughs> Adversity is what Karis LeVert is getting ready to go through. Yes, that is one form of the word adversity. Yeah, adversity. that's yes. adversity. So his adverse situation is this health scare that's going to challenge his ability to get back on the court. So, no, not playing basketball was adversity. No, he didn't face an adversity on the court. He didn't face a challenge or an obstacle. He faced his adversity with this, this, this small mass that they found in my man's uh, what was his kidney? Yeah, on his kidney. Yeah, so the reason why I mentioned that because he's a Michigan guy. So we were talking about Michigan. So I'm obviously going to mention, mention an adverse situation for a Michigan guy. <laughs> <laughs> but but back to the team. You know, I think this is, Juwan has a very well-balanced team. And for him to be coming in as his second year as a head coach, period, He's in a really good situation because he inherited a very um, trending upward program that Beeline had put together and established. So you had guys coming in where you can ball and you can coach the ball. So now that you have your recruits coming in and you have your idea and your imprint on this team, you can see it, man. These guys play really, really, really hard. Yeah. I like the movement. I like how they move the ball around. Uh, definitely, we can work a little bit on the defense, as always. That never ends. But uh, it looks like the players respond to him, and that's something you want to see as well as players respond. Hell, I think their defense is better than their offense. I mean, it didn't show so much in this Minnesota game. <clears throat> because, I mean, you know, it's, if we play sports, you know, you don't have your best game every game. At some point right. in time, you're going to have a bad game. But I think that was their calling card, as stifling as they are on defense, which allows them to get those uh, runaway points and uh, fast break threes and all those type of things. And their defense kind of let them down a little bit uh, yesterday, which allowed, which didn't give them that that what we're accustomed to seeing with the shooting the ball and the driving the ball. So, uh, but I'm not thinking that this is a um, um, a major issue that we need to worry about at this point. So, agreed, agreed, agreed. Uh, you got anything else for Michigan, my good man? Not on the football field. We're talking about basketball. No, nothing else. Let's, let's keep this thing moving. Keep it moving. Oh. Oh, uh, Michigan girls are still under, uh, women are still undefeated. Uh, they pulled off, a, I think they took down Wisconsin Thursday. So uh, they're still having a really good season. So uh, right now, what we are going to do, I am going to play you guys a little commercial from our favorite realtor and realtor. Maybe if I can find it, because I'm going the wrong way. There we go. What is up, everybody? It's your boy Dan over at BWSports1.com and Black and White Sports. And I'm wondering if you're ready to buy or sell that home. Now's the time, and I got just the person for you. Mr. Sean Nugent, a.k.a. Rockstar Realtor himself. 317-503-8322. Put that home on the market 
get into your dream home with this man. Talk to Sean at Talk to Tucker today, 317-503-8322. And make sure you tell him the boys over at BWSports1.com sent you. All righty. Okay, so here we go, bro. What would you like to um, chit-chat a little bit more with around the court? Um, see, we got we can talk about our season leaders. We can chit-chat about Let's the power with rankings with the season leaders. Let's go with that. All right, I'm good with that. Okay, so obviously we know Bradley Beal is not going to stay at the top of – this points uh, board with 35 points a game. (laughs) uh, Actually, when I looked it up, they had Zach Levine at 35 points a game. So it's moved around because I got Bradley Beal, Stephen Curry, CJ McCollum, Kyrie, and Giannis. I got Zach Levine. Andre Drummond. Maybe that was just for the night before, yeah. Because he did have a good game, though. Yeah. He killed him. Uh, so that might have been for the night before. But we'll go with it. Uh, so uh, you said Bradley Bill, right? Yeah. Uh, Bradley Bill, um, he, he's really a good scorer. But I feel like this is one of those instances, Big Fish, Small Pond, Danny Granger. Uh, you know, if you have a – a team that doesn't have a whole lot of offensive talent and you got one guy who is good enough, uh, is going to put up most of the shots, you're going to get big numbers. So uh, if they were definitely contending and uh, playing the best of the best, I wonder what those uh, numbers will look like. I agree with you on that. Kind of sounds like that Kevin Love, Minnesota type deal you're averaging 25 and 15 in minnesota but when you go to cleveland granted lebron james is on that team but you're not anywhere close to that and we're like hey where's that kevin love that was in minnesota so i definitely see that and washington that's a that's an interesting team you know i mean you had a backcourt of russell westbrook and bradley beal which is a very formidable backcourt which is to the point that Dame had to say something about it to a reporter interviewing him on the Zoom feed after a game because he had to call him out on his tweet <laughs> about the best backcourt. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. But I'm looking at it. Bradley Beal has always been a really good scorer, you know, and he's always been a really good scorer on a bad team. But I think Bradley is one of those guys who – scoring ability is at is adaptable. I think he can do that, but maybe not at 35 a night. You know what I mean? I think he can do that type of deal with a good team as well, playing against good teams. You know, he was a very sought-after guy over the summer in the free agents. Like, I would have loved to seen him uh, get moved over to the Lakers. You know, that would have been <laughs> I'm good with <laughs> That would have been a good move. But he definitely yeah. is like a second-tier player uh, at this point. I feel like he's been in the league long enough. Uh, if he was going to make that step, he would have. Not to say the position he is in is horrible, but I just feel like he um, 
feel like we're we're seeing the best he has right now. And that's okay. I mean, that is okay that everybody is not Kevin Durant. Everybody is not LeBron James. They're not that top 3%. You can be very good and not be them. And I think he is one of those players. You know, you pair him with a very good super – I mean, you pair him with a good number one, he can be a quality mid-level, low-level two. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think yeah. he could be that, but you've had John Wall the majority of your career who swears he's a number one, but you're really a three. And I'm yeah. not saying one and three as in positions. I'm saying one and three as in – Relevance to your your all star ishness. <laughs> How about as point guards in the East? Where do you put him at? Who? Wall when he was in Wall, the East. Point guard when he was in the East. Point guard in the East. Uh. Shit, man! I ain't gonna lie, but I put Marcus Smart ahead of him, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Marcus Smart has that heart. He's got that heart. I mean, I'm putting Dennis Smith Jr. Dennis Smith Jr. in ahead of him. <laughs> One because these guys are on the floor. You can't do me no good if you ain't on the floor. The best ability is availability. Hey, you better preach it. <laughs> so, but uh, real quick, we got Steph at 30, which I can see that happening. You know, he's trending more. Uh, getting more comfortable, and I will put it out there, Draymond Green, <laughs> he has come back in the game, and it has become a lot easier. Not to say that he is a star, but his presence on the court affects everything going around. Steph was as getting a lot easier. As long as there's talent on the floor, he plays well. Yes, he makes everybody play well. He's like a good – um uh, a scotch tape guy or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Yep. No, he's a USB uh, port. That's what he is. <laughs> <laughs> you get all the pieces plugged in, and then he makes everything good. <laughs> he charges them up. Right. <laughs> there you go. So, um, obviously, we'll see Giannis uh, creep a little further up there. CJ McCollum, um, he has the potential of doing it. I really do, but I think his is completely – Determined off what Dame does. You know what I mean? I hate. I, what do you think about him running his own team? Because I feel like he kind of reminds me of a, of a Bradley Bill. But I, I'm curious if he could break out and kind of be the one on a team, what that would look like. Um, I, I don't think he can be the leader, the, the cornerstone piece of a franchise. I think he is in the position that he needs to be in. He is a very good uh, sidekick. He's like a – I don't want to say he's like if you put Batman and Superman together because both of those dudes are alpha males. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I want to say he is a – you know what I mean? Like Johnny Quest and Haji. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sim, Sam, Salabin. <laughs> I was watching some Johnny Quest on Hulu the other day. I'm not going to lie to you, bro. I was in heaven. <laughs> it takes me back, man. Sunday mornings. Oh, boy. <laughs> Late 80s, early 90s. <laughs> like, man, y'all, man. Wow. 
I never see so many bullets shot and nobody get hit. <laughs> Maybe G.I. Joe. I don't know. But that's how it was back then. They yeah. weren't so um, graphic. Right. <laughs> um, so, rebounding. Uh, Andre Drummond is sitting at the top at 15 a game, followed by Clint Capella. Uh, the $200 million flop, Rudy Gobert, Domas, Sabonis and Julius Randle. Hey, man, let's speak on Julius Randle for a second. Is he not having a career year to start off with? He is, but he's playing in New York, so let's keep it in context. Uh, I feel like he has potential. I feel like he's definitely gotten better, but I'm not putting him on the pedestal quite yet because I feel like uh, he was in. he's in New York, so... But being able to do that and uh, consistently for big games and games that count and games that matter, that shows a lot more. Oh, I mean, Julius Randle was was decent, highly, highly decent, highly touted coming out of Kentucky, going to L.A. I didn't think he had a bad start. I don't think he had a bad career. You know, when you went to L.A., it was just a bad team. You know, you got a bad team and a, a two-year rookie. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't. A two-year college rookie, you know, it doesn't work well. But I think he's found his – It doesn't his... stop you from getting rebounds. No, it doesn't. He rebounds. He's always rebounded. You know what I mean? It's just that, that – I'm sorry, man. Those Laker teams was bad. The only thing that people watched was Kobe. <laughs> but, if you think it, but if you look at it, I mean, the Knicks are playing good ball. They're not – it's not translating into wins just yet. But you can see – the difference of the play and the feel of the atmosphere of the Knicks basketball team. Now, I don't know if that's a false front. I don't know if they tied Dolan up and don't allow him back in the building so people can do their jobs. Not quite sure, but um, Knicks aren't doing too bad. All right. You got to believe in the heart. That's fine. Yeah, I do. I do. I do. <laughs> I'm I'm liberal today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> for some reason, James Harden, Mister, I'm a cancer, but I don't see why he is a cancer because he gave Houston everything winning that they've ever had. And I'm doing something with my microphone, and I don't know, but now I got it back together. <laughs> but he's leading the league in assists. But who is he passing to? <laughs> <laughs> Great question. <laughs> Who is he passing it to? I mean, John Wall, that Eric Gordon, um, Demarcus. I'm, I'm a loose screw cousins. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He might dribble too much. He might lose the assist I, off the I, dribbles. I can tell you who he's passing it to. Christian Wood. Yes. Shaq knows his name now. <laughs> but that's hilarious <laughs> all right so that's it you know i mean we just chit chat about them a little bit obviously the the names that you would normally see up there for the assists are still up there chris paul uh trey young uh jokic you know those names are going to be up there as a uh, Jokic is probably one of the best big man passers that we've seen in the game so I expect him to be upper a little more, but I don't think he's going to stay at 11 assists a game. 
Bobby yeah, I, I, I don't think so as well. Uh, I see him dropping down to about mm, six or seven. Yeah, because it's still got KD. So, and I'm sure his field goal percentage will be KD status here um, real soon. <laughs> All right. So, where are we going from here? All right. So, we are at the point where we're getting ready to get into our from the elbow conversation. But before we jump into from the elbow, I want you guys to learn a little bit about our friends over at Elite Football. Get ready to take your body to the elite level of performance. Call today to set up your free evaluation. 765-499-1005. Elite Performance, where the dream of elite fitness becomes a reality. Hey, man, they're working him to the bone, too. <laughs> yes. I might have to try him out, but I, I got to get a little bit off the way I'm doing it, and then maybe we can do that. <laughs> yeah, they are, they are working that man to the bone, son. <laughs> All right, so we are getting into um, – what are we doing now? We're doing From the Elbow, and From the Elbow is brought to you by Chummy Motorsports. And is also brought to you by Ayers Academy. Um, Ayers Academy, man, there's some pretty good things going on with them. They're a sports vision um, uh, specialty type deal. So they are um, doing some good things with uh, training your vision for your different sports. And as of right now, they are running a New Year special uh, stop. It goes all the way up to the end of the month, the 31st, and it is a full sports vision exam for $99, and that is $150 off the regular price. So if you think you need that extra edge and it might be your vision that gives you that little bit, check out our buddies over at Ayers Academy and Ayers Sports Vision. So around the horn. Around the Horn is a whole different show. From the Elbow. That sounds a lot better anyway. <laughs> From the Elbow. Top five NBA players of all time for us. Meaning yeah. your top five, right. my top five, right. not the country's or ESPN's no. top five. No, our own personal top five. All right, own personal top five. This should be good. So you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Um, or do you want to go? You want to go in order? I want to go. Or do you want to go five? five to, yeah, five to one. All right. So you want to go five and five? That works. Or five four up? So five and five. Go ahead. All right. Uh, five and five. My number five. Favorite player to watch, Sean Kemp. So my number five player of all time, LeBron James. I ain't got no wrong with that. You know what I mean, I've been coming around with LeBron the last I few have, years, man. And I never really, I never really hated him. Yes, 
but I, I'm my respect has grown. I like the fact that he does. Uh, he's very into the social atmosphere right now. Um, and, and I obviously his game has always been there. Uh, I feel like he's definitely showing himself to be a better leader. Uh, does a lot of things for kids. Opened up the academy, so uh, that definitely plays into it for me for my top five all time. Oh, I, I'm 100% with it. That's the thing that draw me to um, LBJ was his off-the-court things. You know what I'm saying? If we just sit here and look about it, what is the negative that you could say about LeBron? His hair, lying. Okay. <laughs> and the fact okay. he just won't come home. Yeah. Just tell him All to right. come on home. The fact that that's the only negative thing <laughs> you can say about LeBron or – the 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 decision that might be the only thing that you can possibly fathom that you can say bad about this man, and even and even with that, the money went to the girls and boys club, so that evens right. it up. It evens <laughs> it up, so you can say whatever you want, but a hundred million dollars went to the boys clubs of of Ohio. You know what I'm saying? You know I mean he's never been in any kind of scandal. You know, no outside children off his marriage. You know what I'm saying? Everything is. You know, I don't want to say squeaky clean because everybody has their own whatever. But, I mean, shit, man, this dude. <laughs> in the social media era, too. Yeah, so in the social media day, that is enormously hard to do. We couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. No. <laughs> no way. No way, Jose. But, so, yeah, I got LeBron on my list, but I got him a little higher. And I got you. Yeah, but you know, I, I like this him. is all time, so I, I can't yeah. forget uh where we came from. Yeah, so no, I'm not. I'm not I'm, I'm having not. uh some shout outs. But Sean Kemp. That's my guy. <laughs> whoa. I tried to get uh my son Jeremy on to Sean Kemp. He saw it and was like, Whoa. Yeah. I was like, Yes, Rain Man was raining all over the court in the nineties. <laughs> Hey man, that was my god, man. Oh, I even that was the only pair of Reeboks that I ever played ball in with some Sean Kemp boys. Them uh, was the Kamikazes, you know. So. The, yeah, I I played them down at PJC my freshman year. Sure <laughs> did. My my sophomore year I had some J's. I had to step my game up. But you know what I'm saying. But man, I loved it, man. And the fact that. He, because I was, I was a guy. When I dunked on you, I like to let you know, and that came from Mister Kent. Because when he dunked on you, he let you know. <laughs> Back when they could let you know without it being a taunting violation. Hey man, I'm taunting. I don't care. You get that? You give me that every time. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> you dunk on people the way Sean Kemp do. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> He should get a he should get a pass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, who you got at number four? Number four, I got the big old Oscar Robinson. Average triple double for a career. You cannot not put this man up, in my opinion, being the playmaker that I like to be. Um, this man made plays. Uh, I like the pick. I like the pick. I'm a big fan of the big O, Oscar Robinson. What a baller. He averaged, like you said, he averaged a triple-double. 
for a career when there wasn't even keeping those stats. So they had to go back and look at this like, wow. <laughs> right. So you can't deny it. A lot of the, a lot of the young guys didn't get a chance to see him play. Hell, I was on the tail end of watching some of some of the games, you know, at, at that point in the NBA with not being televised. Thank David Stern for your contribution to the game. But, you know, what a baller. Um, and for me at number four, I have LBJ. Good deal. We just talked about him. He's in both of our top five. No surprises. Mm-hmm. You want to move on to three? Uh, number three, I have the late, great Kobe Bean Bryant. What more can you say about Kobe? Um, he definitely was Mamba mentality. It was all about the game. He, uh, did whatever it took to try to win, played through injuries, multiple injuries, which ultimately I felt played a part in his retirement because he went so hard. And he played 20 goddamn years. <laughs> <laughs> but he started at 18. So. 20 years is still 20 years. <laughs> For no, my but, three, go ahead. Yeah, you you now you know how I, how I was with Kobe, man. That was that was my guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I you know, I man, yeah, that was that was my guy. <laughs> <laughs> my number three, Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Most points scored has a shot that is yet to be. Defended or duplicated. Uh, also was socially active for his time. So for all those reasons, well-read, well-spoken, never really heard anything about him. Unfortunately, his son, you might hear something, but for him, you don't. No, nah, not for him, other than um, he had to play a little longer because of some money issues where that was on his outside people, his circle. Uh, but other than that, the only thing you can say is realistically, did you really think Bruce Lee was going to win that fight <laughs> in real life? I'm just saying the reach. I'm, like I'm just what Bruce would have to do just to get to his body. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I understand <laughs> the, little, the little man is fast. What? <laughs> but I mean, come on, man. <laughs> I must break you, but you know. <laughs> Um, I like Jab, man. Kareem, that was that was a dude. I mean, that was uh, my daughter's first uh, NBA jersey. Was a throwback Kareem jersey. So um, I liked it. I got to see again. He was one of those guys on the tail end that I got to see that I'd really enjoy. <laughs> Unfortunately, he is not in my top five. But this is the top five that I did that I want to watch. You know what I mean? Right. There was five other people ahead of them that I would watch. There it <laughs> is. There it, it is. is. No, no apologies. No, no apologies. But I would never argue him being in anybody's list. Now, if he went like, what's the greatest list? Yeah, he's top five. Yeah, maybe top three. <laughs> I'm telling you, no one can stop his shot. 
and Ever. he's got the most points. He scored more than anybody. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. Who's your number two? Uh, my number two. Uh, this is going to throw you off, bro. It's going to throw you all the way off. Just don't say Chris Paul. Chuck <laughs> Connors. Person. person. <laughs> I know about Chuck. That was definitely my era in the 80s with him and Reg. Uh, he had tons of passion for the game, man. The battles with the Celtics, the battles with the Knicks. He came, and whether you loved him or hated him or if you thought he was a good shooter or not, he was putting it up. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Dude is, mm, mm, mm. Yes. That's why they call him Chuck Connors, because he was the rifle man. Hey, man, anytime he stepped in, every time he stepped in the gym, he was in range, bro. Right. <laughs> With all in doubt, <laughs> shoot. I loved it. It's a great, great mentality. Shoot till you hit. Shoot till you miss. Yes. <laughs> I've said it before. You know what I mean? I've, I, I got. I say a lot of my early work. I grant uh, Chuck Person for it because I used to go to the workout place. Used to call. Used to be called Scandinavia. Was turned into Bally's. I used to go to the workout place. You know, there to do a little workout, and I met him there, and he gave me my first workout program. You know, my first skill set stuff to work on, and bam! From that point, Chuck Connors. I don't care what y'all talk about. If y'all let Chuck shoot more, they'd have beat Boston. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my number two. Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Uh, what more can you say? Six for six in the finals. Took basketball to a whole, like really saved the NBA, to be honest. He took it over from Magic and Bird and then took it to that next level. Without him, I'm not sure how global the game would have been. Uh, show people how to make money off of it. Shoe, he was the first one uh, to have his own uh, shoe. Brand, mm -hmm. not his own shoe, but the Air Jordans was his. I know Magic and Larry had their own shoe, but I'm talking about his own brand where it, it was his. With Nike, of course, but it was his. Um, yeah, but that didn't come for a couple years down the line when it became Jordan brand. It took a while. But he was still the one, the first one after him, everyone wanted to do it. He still mm -hmm. was a trailblazer. In that aspect, uh, I'm, I'm gonna have to call because you had the Chuck Taylor, bro. That's the first uh, endorsed named uh, player named shoe. But who do you attribute that to? Like, who's who's the one you like? Oh, Chuck Taylor's. Is it Dr. J? Is it Connie Hawkins? Is it? Uh, no, it's Chuck Taylor's because the shoe brand is Converse, but no one calls them Converse. They call them Chucks. I get him. I get it. But how long after that before the next one? I feel like a lot of them, a lot of people are in the shoe game because of Mike, not because of Chuck Taylor's. <laughs> Great. I'll give you that. <laughs> no, I just want to be difficult. 
<laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. Not gonna change my mind. <laughs> no, that's fine. No, George is uh, absolutely a joy to watch, but I didn't put him in my top five because I knew he'd be in yours. Because I knew he'd be in yours. <laughs> but he's not even my favorite player. I just oh, I not even close. Not even close. Gotta give him respect. I feel like you know where my number one is. Well, our number one is probably the same guy. Well, let's find out. Well, I'm sure. I mean, you know, I think he likes a, a likes a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> he does like him a cookie. <laughs> yeah, I think he likes him a cookie and a cup of coffee every now and then <laughs> at a Dodgers baseball game. <laughs> yes, another business owned. <laughs> Another business started, another business open. The one, the only Irvin Magic Johnson. I he, can, we can do a whole show just on him. Yeah, just, that's uh, that's my favorite player. That's my favorite. That's player. my favorite player, hands down, all the time. I remember watching those games in the eighties and going out. That's when I first started doing my behind the back passes, no look passes, full court bounce passes. That was all because of magic. And uh, I just kept it going from there. That's what helped me uh, become the, I don't want to say prolific, but I feel like I'm a pretty good passer. Um, uh, just keeping your eyes open. I will say prolific. <laughs> and I will say, but I know what the response is going to be. I will say you are the best passer that I play with, but I sure wish you'd shot more. But I know the comment coming next, don't tell me how to play my game. Yeah, I mean, I I, I shot as much as I wanted to. And, <laughs> which, which should have been more. And I understand, but I got more <laughs> pleasure out of making plays than shooting shots. Now, I will shoot shots. Don't get me wrong. I shot enough for me. But making plays is more challenging and more gratifying to me. It's easy and, to pull. It's yeah, easy and, to pull. And I like to shoot. <laughs> I do. I was open a lot. You know what I mean? Shit. When you got a guy who when you got a guy who passed, okay, if you got a guy that's six ten, you know, three thirty, sitting at the elbow with the ball, what is everybody gonna do? Hey, we need to go at him. So as soon as you turn your head, I am leaving. And then you think that this guy at 6'10 at the elbow doesn't know how to pass the ball, but yet he just throws it up off the backboard and your buddy just got dunked on. <laughs> we had a lot of lobs, post backboard, uh, top of the key, post come out, go back in. We just, we had plays. We had plays. <laughs> It's crazy, you know what I mean? And I feel I feel that LeBron and AD have that same chemistry. <laughs> I feel like uh, LeBron and Wade had a little bit of that as well. They had great chemistry. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So there you have it, folks. We gave you our personal top five that we enjoy watching. You know, obviously, we'll probably have another top five of something else. Who knows, you know, like top five dunkers, top five shooters, uh, top five overrated, top five overrated coaches. You know what I mean? We can do all of that. So because this is the state of basketball and this is what we do. We talk basketball. But, hey, before we finish up, I want to 
run through our show lineup for the week to make sure you guys know that we are more than just basketball here at the BW Sports One Network. So on Monday nights, we have your main man, Rafael Arsparza. Bet your ass Rafael Sparza hosted by Dan the Man. You can check those guys out at 7.30 on Monday. We'll talk about all their betting needs. And then on Tuesdays, which is a really big announcement, starting this Tuesday, your favorite basketball duo, the one, the storm. We are going live 7.30 every Tuesday on the YouTube channel for the state of basketball. And on Wednesday, you know you can catch me and my guy for Black and White Sports Live. That is the number one football show on the whatever internet that we think we have. <laughs> whatever platform you use. Right. And that swings us into Thursdays with Quantum Inspirations with Monica P. Man, if you want to get your mental on with your rest, go check her out. She'll get you all taken care of. Fridays debuted last Friday, the Combat Zone, where they talk about all things where you get punched and kicked. So check those guys out Friday, 7.30. Saturday, we got super kicking it with Stephen. Stephen with Stephen. He's going to tell you everything that's going on in the square circle. And cleaning up our week, you have the great stash himself, Checkers and Wreckers, check him out Sundays at 11 a.m. Bro, we end our show um, with two things. One, I am the one, so I end with the one thought. And I have come up with your ending show phrase. The eye of the storm. Sounds good. (laughs) This is where we give our, you know, kind of like our Jerry Springer end of show thought. So, sir, for your debut of the Eye of the Storm, what do you have for us today? Okay, for the Eye of the Storm, I would like to talk about safety. I'm sorry, I'm really about safety and what's going on out here in the world. I want everyone to be safe. I want everyone to follow all the rules to be safe. Uh, we heard about the things that happened to Kat um, some more. He contracted the virus after the terrible situation with his family. Uh, so I, I definitely just want people out there to be safe. Uh, do that. There you have it. The eye of the storm, be safe. Well, you know, it is time for the one thought, and the one thought is never what you want to think. So here's the one thought for today. If you have a dominant post that can score, feed the post. Hashtag too many guard coaches. The one thought. And there you have it, folks. State of Basketball, Episode 5, The One, Big Storm, BW Sports 1, BSW Hoops. We are out. We'll see you live on Tuesday, 730. Holler. Peace.